Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast that explores the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with artists, creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and changemakers. I love routines. I used to get up early, read for several hours, write and gather my thoughts, all this for years. Then two weeks ago, my established and well-worn routine crumbled to pieces as my wife and I gladly welcomed a new member into our family. Cosmo the Wonder Pug. He doesn't care about my need to read and write. He wants to eat, poop, play, and sleep. Quickly, we learned that puppies need structure. As we planned his days, I realized just how much my routine required a reset. It had become a disgusting pile of day-old poutine leftovers. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 603. As I mentioned, my wife and I got a puppy about two weeks ago, and my routines came crumbling down. It's been hard to reconnect to the way things were before we got this puppy. And as I was writing this episode with him on my lap in the about 10 o'clock last night, I realized just how much my routine needed to be upended. And so as we've been learning about the routines a puppy needs in terms of naps and feeding and walks, I realized that I'm going to fit my own work in between those needs. And I wouldn't say I'm 100% in favor of this new routine, but I do recognize that what I'm reconnecting with is life. And uh, as you can hear, feeding time is about over and he's just having a fit right now. But the things that I realize, the things that are work that show how great of a person I am or my inadequacies just kind of fall away as I allow my routine to expand to let more life in, in all its messy glory. So in this episode of Getting Work to Work, I'm going to share five ways my routine and my life have been changed over the last two weeks and maybe a little bit about what I think it means. And I'm going to share some observations as well about things I didn't notice before we had a puppy. The first thing that I've noticed is that my wife and I have better communication. It wasn't that we don't communicate or didn't communicate, but now we have to do it a lot more because we want to help each other out. Uh, when, when I'm working, she's going to be with the puppy. And when she's working on her YouTube channel, I'll be with the puppy. And just when we need a sanity break, you know, so we need to coordinate our schedules better, learn about what's frustrating us or what's making us full of joy. Or even where he left a pile in the, in the yard. Those are the types of things that we're communicating. And it doesn't take a whole lot more time, but it just creates that extra depth of communication. The second thing that I've noticed is greater patience. And if there's one thing that you need with a stubborn bundle of love called Cosmo is a lot of patience. Now, I thought I was a patient person before. But I think what I really did was controlled my life and my work and my existence to a point where I didn't need patience. I could just control what everything was going on. And so now, you know, I can't control everything. I can't control what the dog thinks or does. And so I have to be flexible. I have to be patient. I have to be willing to respond when accidents like peeing and pooping in the house happen. The third thing that I've noticed is deeper reflection. 
<laughs> I thought I was reflective before, but now when we walk and we play in the backyard, I find myself just kind of enjoying nature. I stare at the sky more, wondering the difference between why some days the sky feels really close and other days it feels far away. The seasons and the weather and the rain and the sun, I'm just taking it all in. I'm taking in life. And I start seeing things around the house that can be improved, and I start wondering how I'm going to do it. Now, the fourth thing has a direct correlation with work, and that is you have to deal with the shit. And that's literal and figurative. Uh, I shovel the shit as soon as it hits the ground, because if I don't, I'm going to forget where it is, and I'm going to step in it. And so this means that by being prompt and responsive, you know, I'm not going to get an unwelcome surprise on the bottom of my shoe. And I think there's more here that connects to the creative world than I realized. There's so much in our business that we don't want to have to deal with. So as you think about it, what's the shit you have to shovel in your business? You better get on it because it's going to be on the bottom of your metaphorical shoe before you realize it. The fifth thing, embracing change. You don't change and evolve without massive disruption, and you can do that of your own accord or life can hand you a big pile of change. Adding a puppy into life was a massive change. For some people, they have children, and for others, they move across country or get different jobs. And change is difficult. But the interesting thing is there's a community of people around you ready to give you great insights. In the world of pets, there's pet owners who want to share everything that they know. Parents all around the world want to tell you how you can parent better. But here's the thing. All the advice in the world is meaningless unless you put it into action. And that action allows you to continuously evolve into a new person. So I made three observations the past few weeks as, as we've been walking around the neighborhood. The first thing is it's amazing how filthy the neighborhood is. You don't notice it until you have to prevent a puppy from the dangers of broken glass, trash, and weird stains in the middle of the road. Another thing that I've noticed is that people are more apt to say hello when you have a puppy than when you're by yourself. Not sure why that is, but you know, I'm sure that's something to do with the fact that dogs generally are more friendly than people. And the third thing that I've noticed is when you gotta go, you gotta go. Whether you're on someone else's lawn or in the middle of the road, yeah, that happened. Because when you got to go, it's coming. And you know what? You know who's going to clean it up? The responsible pet owner. So be prepared. Have the bag in hand. And uh, you won't get it all off the ground, but uh, you know, it's better than a big pile. So as I wrap up today's monologue, you know, routines are great, but it really is possible to be too comfortable. So blow up your routine before it turns into a day-old poutine. When you willingly change, you connect back to what really matters, but you also connect to new possibilities that you couldn't see in your old limited routines. Side note, I've honestly never had poutine. It kind of looks gross to me, but I imagine it's amazing when it's hot and fresh, when the cheese curds just kind of melt in your mouth and the brown gravy is delicious. But like most things left in the fridge or on the counter for too long, that awesomeness fades fast. And I think that's what happens with our routines. If we're not careful, it just kind of loses its luster. So how are you going to reinvent your routine today? Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel 
your life.